Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we thank you oh so much for the many blessings you've poured upon us all throughout this day. Now the awesome opportunity once again to get back into your word. Help us now as we do that. As we pray in Jesus' precious holy name, amen. Continuing our Bible study from A to Z and the word judgment, we'll turn to Job. In Job chapter 8, where it reads, Then answered Bildad the Shuite and said, Now this Bildad was one of the friends of Job that had come to supposedly comfort him while he was going through his horrible experience. But it was more of an, a ridicule, more of a condemnation type judgment. They were not very supportive as friends. They were blaming Job for what was happening to him. But here we see some advice given by Bildab that can be properly applied in the right setting. So we can learn from that through this as well. And in Job chapter 8, verse 1 again, Then answered Bildad the Shuite and said, How long wilt thou speak these things, and how long shall the words of thy mouth be like a strong wind? Doth God pervert judgment? Or doth the Almighty pervert justice? If thy children have sinned against him, and he have cast them away for their transgression, if thou wouldest seek unto God betimes, and make thy supplication to the Almighty, if thou wert pure and upright, surely now he would awake for thee, and make the habitation of thy righteousness prosperous. Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. For inquire, I pray thee, of the former age, and prepare thyself to the search of their fathers. For we are but of yesterday, and know nothing, because our days upon earth are a shadow. Shall not they teach thee, and tell thee, and utter words out of their heart? Can the rush grow up without mire? Can the flag grow without water? Whilst it is yet in his greenness, and not cut down, it withereth before our, before any other herb. So are the paths of all that forget God, and the hypocrites' hope shall perish, whose hope shall be cut off, and whose trust shall be a spider's web. He shall lean upon his house, but it shall not stand. He shall hold it fast, but it shall not endure. He is green before the sun, and his branch shooteth forth in his garden. His roots are wrapped about the heap, and seeth the place of stones. If he destroy him from his place, then it shall deny him, saying, I have not seen thee. thee. Behold, this is the joy of his way, and out of the earth shall others grow. Behold, God will not cast away a perfect man, neither will he help the evildoers, till he fill thy mouth with laughing and thy lips with rejoicing. They that hate thee shall be clothed with shame, and the dwelling place of the wicked shall come to naught. As I said, those are wise words in the proper setting. 
that they were jumping to conclusions themselves based on what Job was going through. But as we know the whole account of Job, it wasn't because Job was a sinner that those afflictions came upon him, the horrible condition and the death of his children and so forth. It wasn't that at all. And we know in the end that the Lord blessed Job greatly for staying true and faithful to the Lord. But we can learn because there are times of chastisement that come to people because of their disobedience, because of being ungodly. So learn from this and applied in the proper way. All right, now right on into Job chapter 9, picking it up in verse 19 and 20, where it reads, If I speak of sudden strength, now this is Job speaking in response to Bildad, If I speak of strength, lo, he is strong. And if of judgment, who shall set me a time to plead? If I justify myself, mine own mouth shall condemn me. If I say I am perfect, it shall also prove me perverse. Job's response to Bildad there. And pointing out, he's not claiming that he's perfect, that he is completely sinless. So be judged properly by the Lord, not by his so-called friends. Now jump all the way over to Job chapter 34. It reads, Furthermore, Elihu answered and said, Now is Elihu is another one of the so-called friends of Job. Hear my words, O ye wise men, and give ear unto me, ye that have knowledge. For the ear trieth words, as the mouth tasteth meat. Let us choose to us judgment. Let us know among ourselves what is good. For Job hath said, I am righteous, and God hath taken away my judgment. Should I lie against my right? My wound is incurable without transgression. What man is like Job, who drinketh up scorning like water, which goeth in company with the workers of iniquity, and walketh with wicked men? For he hath said, It profiteth a man nothing that he should delight himself with God. Therefore hearken unto me, ye men of understanding, Far be it from God that he should do wickedness, and from the Almighty that he should commit iniquity. For the work of a man shall he render unto him, and cause every man to find according to his ways. Yea, surely God will not do wickedly, neither will the Almighty pervert judgment. That's the key to this set of verses here, is that the Almighty will not pervert judgment. Always correct judgment. There will be challenges in our lives. There will be obstacles. There will be trials. But correct judgment, which is justice, he is always going to be true and faithful. 
and we will always have true and faithful judgment. Jumping on down to verse 22, There is no darkness, nor shadow or death of death, where the workers of iniquity may hide themselves, for he will not lay upon man more than right, that he should enter into judgment with God. Always be judgment that is with truth and justice. So when we have problems, when we have afflictions, we need to pray and get an understanding of what are these. Are these challenges to help us grow and show our faith and trust in the Lord? Or are they chastisements for our disobedience? Don't misunderstand them and, and apply them in the wrong way. All right, now turn on over to Job chapter 37. One verse here, verse 23, where it reads, Touching the Almighty, we cannot find him out. He is excellent in power and in judgment and in plenty of justice. He will not afflict. Solid, correct words there. And then in Job chapter 40, we find here, Moreover, the Lord answered Job and said, Shall he that contendeth with the Almighty instruct him? He that reproveth God, let him answer it. When people try to say, well, this is what God should do, or God should be doing this instead of that, or trying to say that they understand completely the wisdom of the Lord... Now, the wisdom given to us by the Lord is a gift, but we cannot understand God completely. He is so far beyond us, and we cannot comprehend. Far, far beyond us. Moreover, the Lord answered Job and said, Shall he that contendeth with the Almighty instruct him? He that reproveth God, let him answer it. Like, who can go up against God? No one can go up against God. Then Job answered the Lord and said, Behold, I am vile. What shall I answer thee? I will lay mine hand upon my mouth. Once have I spoken, but I will not answer. Yea, twice, but I will proceed no further. Then answered the Lord unto Job out of the whirlwind and said, Gird up thine loins now like a man. I will demand of thee and declare thou unto me. Wilt thou also disannul my judgment? Wilt thou condemn me, that thou mayest be righteous? Hast thou an arm like God, or canst thou thunder with a voice like him? Deck thyself now with majesty and excellency, and array thyself with glory and beauty. Cast abroad the rage of thy wrath, and behold every one that is proud, and abase him. Look on every one that is proud, and bring him low, and tread down the wicked in their place. Hide them in the dust together, and bind their faces in secret. Then will I also confess unto thee that thine own right hand can save thee. Do you have the power of God? Do you have the power and authority of judgment? That you can stand up as an equal to God? No. So be very careful. When you try to put yourself in the kind of position that his, Job's friends, 
were putting themselves that they felt like they could judge Job. And then Job was having these questions and asking because of the influence of his friends. And the Lord is setting him straight. The Lord is almighty. The Lord will not pervert judgment. As he said back over there in chapter 37, verse 23, Touching the Almighty, we cannot find him out. He is excellent in power and in judgment, and in plenty of justice he will not afflict. All right, let's go on over to Psalms. In Psalm, picking up in Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Now this not standing in the judgment of the righteous is speaking of there'll be a different judgment. There'll be a different sentence, a condemnation for the sinners. They are not going to receive the rewards that come from a the judgment of righteousness. The ungodly shall perish, as he points out in verse 6. So the statement there about, therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. And then right into 6, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So there will be proper judgment either rewards or punishment whether it be sinners or saints all right now roll on into psalm 7 In psalm 7 here pointing out that the lord will judge he is the ultimate authority, and He will judge everything and everyone at the appropriate time with justice and truth. Psalm 7 O Lord my God, in Thee do I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me, lest He tear my soul like a lion, rending it in pieces while there is none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I I have done this, if there be iniquity in mine hands, if I have rewarded evil unto him that was at peace with me, yea, I have delivered him that without cause is mine enemy. Let the enemy persecute me, my soul and take it. Yea, let him tread down my life upon the earth and lay mine honor in the dust. Selah. Arise, O Lord, in thine anger, lift up thyself, 
because of the rage of mine enemies, and awake for me to the judgment that thou hast commanded. So shall the congregation of the people compass thee about for their sakes. Therefore return thou on high. The Lord shall judge the people. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to mine integrity that is in me. O let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just for the righteous. God trieth the hearts and reins. My defense is of God, which saveth the upright in heart. God judgeth the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. If he turn not, he will wet his sword, he will bend his bow, and make it ready. He hath also prepared for him the instruments of death. He ordaineth his arrows against the persecutors. Behold, he travaileth with iniquity, and hath conceived mischief, and brought forth falsehood. He made a pit, and digged it, and is fallen into the ditch which he made. His mischief shall return upon his own head, and his violent dealing shall come down upon his own plate. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness, and will sing praise to the name of the the Lord Most High. And back over in verse 8. The Lord shall judge the people. And then the statement that David is making here in this. Judge me, O Lord. And we all have that kind of confidence to be willing at any moment to say, I'm ready for judgment. Judge me, Lord. And you can have that through prayer through getting it prayed up, keeping it prayed up. You sin, take it to the Lord. Be like David in this psalm. Lord, look at me. Have I done anybody wrong? Help me to recompense good for evil. Help me to be able to overcome temptations. Help me to see the sin in my life and get rid of that. And be ready for judgment, which is what we all need to do, is ask the Lord, look at me closely. Is there something, is there anything that needs to be corrected, changed? Something that needs to be purged, as he says, cleaned out, pruned off to do that. So that you can be pleasing to the Lord and be ready and eager for judgment. All right, now look at Psalm Nine. Another Psalm of David reads, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. Which is what we all should do. We should always be praising the Lord and always showing his marvelous works. The blessings that he has given us. Display those. Show the world what they can receive in blessings when they trust in the Lord. Verse 2, I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. When mine enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou settest in 
the throne judging right. Thou hast rebuked the heathen, thou hast destroyed the wicked, thou hast put out their name for ever and ever. O thou enemy, destructions are come to a perpetual end. And thou hast destroyed cities, their memorial is perished with them. But the Lord shall endure for ever. He hath prepared his throne for judgment. And he shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. It's awesome that we are actually looking at that. A time of judgment for the righteous as well as the unrighteous. But the righteous will receive rewards for their judgment. As it continues, verse 9, The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Sing praises to the Lord which dwelleth in Zion. Declare among the people his doings. When he maketh inquisition for blood, he remembereth them. He forgetteth not the cry of the humble. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider my trouble which I suffer of them that hate me. Thou hast liftest me up from the gates of death, that I may show forth all thy praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in thy salvation. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that are that they made in the net which they hid in their own foot is their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executeth. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. Hegayan Selah. Verse 17. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let no man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. Say law. So we need to humble ourselves, turn to the Lord, pray, get forgiveness, stay in the righteousness of the Lord. And be looking forward to judgment and the rewards that come along with that. And know that the evil out there, the enemies out there, will have justice upon them. They will have judgment upon them. They will have to pay accordingly to what they have done. I now turn over to Psalm 25. As it reads in Psalm 25, which is actually another psalm of David, Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth, and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. 
These are words that we all need to apply in our lives. We need to know that we can come to the Lord and ask for wisdom. We can come to the Lord and ask for the guidance that we need and patiently await for Him. As he continues, Remember, O Lord, Thy tender mercies and Thy loving kindness, for they have been ever of old. Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions according to Thy mercy. Remember Thou me for Thy goodness sake, O Lord. It's awesome that He tells us our sins are forgiven and taken away as far as the east is from the west. Or say, Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore will He teach sinners in the way. The meek will He guide in judgment. And the meek will He teach His way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth unto such as keep His covenant and His testimonies. For Thy name's sake, Lord, pardon mine iniquities, for it is great. What man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. His soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Mine eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he shall pluck mine feet out of the net. Turn thee unto me, and have mercy upon me, for I am desolate and afflicted. The troubles of mine heart are enlarged. O bring thou me out of my distresses. Look upon mine affliction and my pain, and forgive all my sins. Consider mine enemies, for they are many, and they hate me with cruel hatred. O keep my soul, and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in thee. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait on thee. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. In the key verse there about judgment, it goes back to verse 9, where it says, The meek will he guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach his way. We need to know that we can be taught by the Lord and guided by the Lord. We humble ourselves, submit ourselves to Him, turn to Him, and He will guide us. And He will prevail over our enemies. There will be a day of accountability for all of those that have gone up against Christians and have turned against the Lord. And there will be a day of reward for the righteous, those that have trusted in the Lord. A lot to look forward to. A lot ahead of us. We know we need to wait upon the Lord, trust in Him, ask for wisdom, ask for guidance, and most of all, ask for forgiveness and stay on the straight and narrow to bring honor and glory to the Lord so that we can all be looking forward to Judgment Day. Let's pray. Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we truly thank you for your word. It's so awesome that you have preserved it for us to be able to get into there and to study it and find the clues that we need to understand your will in our lives. Help all of us to stay in your perfect will and be looking forward to judgment. Thank you once again as we pray in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Thank you all.